The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike LLC. The Iowa Hawkeyes beat the Northern Illinois Huskies 33-7 on Saturday to give Kirk Ferentz his 144th win as head coach, pushing him past legend Hayden Fry for most in Iowa history. However, you wouldn't have known about the accomplishment based on Ferentz's opening remarks. Start up, I congratulate our players first and foremost, uh, the coaching staff. Uh, our fans were outstanding today. And then, uh, you know, special kudos or uh, bouquet for our grounds people. Happy about getting the win for sure. Uh, nothing ever comes easy. Uh, that That's uh, needless to say at this point. And, and I think it was a really good way for us to start the season. We didn't anticipate anything being easy today. It certainly wasn't. You know, a lot of rough edges out there. Uh, didn't play clean football in the first half in particular, but uh, even throughout there are a lot of things that we still can get better at. But I think what really uh, carried our football team is we played hard, and uh, they played with really good effort. Uh, they've been practicing well. We've had uh, four weeks as of last night of preparation for this, and teams worked hard consistently throughout preseason, consistently through the uh, Northern Illinois preparation. So, you know, I think that's a really encouraging thing, and then we came up with some critical plays and critical situations, mostly the defense in that first half, to keep us in the game. And um, I think the other thing I'm optimistic about, a lot of the stuff that we saw involved guys that haven't played a lot or things that hopefully we can get cleaned up and, uh, you know, we'll need to be doing that. So, you know, that's kind of where our focus will be when we turn the page on this thing. The victory also moved Ferentz into the top five for most wins in Big Ten history. He addressed his personal achievement last, saving it for the final portion of his opening remarks. You know, just to to acknowledge uh, what happened today historically, first and foremost, you know, I just uh, feel extremely fortunate. My 28th, ninth year now, whatever it is being here, going back to 81, I had no idea what I was walking into. I've said that many times. And uh, what I walked into there is really kind of similar to what's, what we've had the last 19 years. Uh, the commonality is there's been great players to work with, and a lot of them were back today. It was really uh, neat to see those guys. Couldn't have worked with a better staff of people. Personally happy that uh, so many of them could be here from the, the 83, the 80 uh, vintage group. So that was really nice. And uh, then just so many other people involved. And uh, that, that jumped out at me in 1981. I think that's uh, really what's been great about being here. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you fast forward, you think about guys that were here on the original staff. Uh, Phil, uh, Ken was here. He took a little high edge. Uh, obviously, Chris Doyle. Reese got here year two. And then, you know, I'm old enough now. we got three players that were here, uh, or at least in the first couple of years, uh, that are on our staff right now. So that, that's been the commonality. But it takes a lot of things to go right, and it takes a lot of people. Uh, the administration here, the leadership from our athletic directors. I mean, three athletic directors in 70. So, it, you know, it just uh, it's a big picture. And I know it's cliche. Most cliches are true, though, in football. You know, it's, it's all about a collective effort. And uh, nothing happens in football unless that nothing good happens, typically, unless uh, that's the case. So, you know, just uh, really happy about it. So it's all good. It was a good day for us. And uh, you know, maybe a little extra ice cream tonight. You never know. So we'll, we'll really cut it loose. That's coming from the same man who vacations in his own backyard. Many former players, including Bob Sanders, Josh Jackson, and Desmond King, came back to share the milestone with their coach. It's, it's the best part of what we do. You know, it always has been. Pro- you know, probably part of it is like I've never had to do anything in my mind, like, you know, be be a coach here or be this and that. I've just enjoyed coaching. You know, so the, the things that we get to do that you don't get to see, unfortunately, and I'm, you know, not that we're trying to be secretive, but uh, being with the guys during the week, being on the practice field, all those kinds of things, the things that are ups and downs, you know, that that's 
that's the part that makes it special. And, you know, so that, that's the best part about it really is. And But, you know, there's a lot of luck involved too because, you know, I mean, it's just everything's pretty much in my whole career happened by chance. I swear to God it has. I've never had a master plan or a list of things I was trying to accomplish. Uh, but, again, the commonality is I've just I've been around really good people, whether it's head coaches I've worked for, you know, the athletic directors I've worked with, the assistants that we've had. So, you know, there's some luck involved there too. It's just, uh, you know, it's a pretty neat thing. Jack will be back with more highlights from Iowa NIU after this break. Hawkeyes Mike programs are brought to you in part by Prefence Hand Sanitizer. One application lasts all day. Try the hand sanitizer used by the Iowa Hawkeyes. And remember, the best defense is Prefence. And by TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal, building strong and safe in the Midwest for over 50 years. How many things have you touched today? Hmm? Ooh, a puppy. <laughs> How many places have your hands been? Ooh, a keyboard. 24-hour hand sanitizer protection just makes sense. Prefins, a silica-based hand sanitizer protects your hands all day. Stays on up to 10 washings, moisturizes, alcohol-free, and safe for the kids. So go ahead, touch anything and everything. Ooh, a toilet. Prefins, keep your hands germ-free all day. Much was made in the build-up to the game of the matchup between Northern Illinois' All-American defensive end Sutton Smith and Iowa's backup tackles. The trio of Levi Paulson, Mark Kallenberger, and Dalton Ferguson more than held its own. Yeah, I thought all three of those guys, and I haven't seen the film, but from where I stand, it looked like they did a really nice job. We were concerned, obviously. Uh, they got a good front, so we were concerned about that. And and it's probably representative of our team. Things I'm, I'm optimistic about is that, you know, all three of those guys, that's going to do loads for their confidence now. They know they can go out and do it, just like Ronald Week knows he can play and uh, run backs are kind of the same way. Ivory Kelly Martin, Makai Sargent, and Torrin Young combined for 186 yards and two touchdowns. Young was Iowa's spark plug in the second half, running for 84 yards and a touchdown on eight carries, including big runs to set up both of Iowa's third quarter scores. To me, that's who he is. Like, you know, he's just a hard physical guy, and uh, if he plays to his strengths, that's that's what he'll give us, hopefully. I think I said it on Tuesday, you know, because I know we um, had Ivory listed as number one, but we, we as a staff look at all three of those guys as prominent guys in our team I, I, I you know envision us having a rotation with them and playing all three of them and we're going to need all three during the season so but that that's who he is he's, he's got to run physical and he certainly did that today and that that gave us a, a spark also and you know good player players make good good plays like that they give you a spark young was the third running back to enter the game but wanted to make a difference once his number was called yeah de- definitely I, I try to you know i try to do that just have an edge have an attitude when i run um like i said i didn't know when i would get my shot but i just wanted to be prepared for my teammates when I when I did. The run game got going eventually, but Iowa's offense sputtered its way to an unimpressive first half that had fans flashing back to last year's struggles. Dropped passes and uncharacteristic penalties plagued the Hawkeyes, as Nate Stanley noted. Uh, we just got to quit killing ourselves. You know, we had some penalties in the first half and, uh, you know, missed some, missed some throws. And, uh, so, you know, we just missed some of those makeable plays. Stanley relied on tight end TJ Hawkinson, who posted team best with four catches for 64 yards. Hawkinson shared Iowa's halftime adjustments. A focus point was finished. Uh, you know, we, we moved the ball a couple times in the second half or in the first half, and uh, we just couldn't get over that hump. It felt like, and the second half was that was our goal was to finish. You know, we were gonna have some swing blocks. We we're gonna have we we're gonna have we we're gonna do all that, and uh, it was just it was just time to get over the hump. And, and I think we tried and we did that eventually. Defensively, Iowa dominated Northern Illinois, especially in the second 
half when the Hawkeyes' first string defense took the field six times. Those drives ended with four three and outs, a fumble, and a safety. Husky coach Rod Carey said plainly, they got after our butt. AJ Epinesa concurred. That's kind of like our mantra is we're going to out, uh, try to outwork these guys until they, they uh, make, we want to make them quit. And um, I think we got them to the point to where they were getting a little tired, a little fatigued, and we were starting to, uh, we were keeping on the gas. And so um, I, I think that um, that's one thing we try to aim for every game. And uh, this game we were successful at it. And we just want to do, like I said, just be more consistent all around as a defense and a defensive line. Iowa made an unexpected change early in the game at middle linebacker when Jack Hockaday replaced Imani Jones. Hockaday is listed as a starter for the Iowa State game. I thought Jack stepped in there, did a really nice job. Uh, it was great to see. Monty, we think, is a really good football player, and he'll he'll, he'll be back at it. And I thought the, the outside guys uh, did a pretty good job from what I could tell. You know, no, nothing really major that uh, hurt us at all. As the clock struck zero, Ferentz eclipsed his mentor, Hayden Fry, as Iowa's winningest coach. The two shared a moment earlier in the week. We did on Thursday night. Always had, uh, I stopped out at the reception, and we all had a chance to visit with him. And he sounded great, still telling the same bad jokes. But, you know, he, he sounded great. And, you know, it's I think I think we're all sharing in this. Nate Stanley described what Ferentz means to him and his teammates. I mean, he means a lot. You know, he's another father figure out there for all of us. And, you know, these are special years of our lives. And, and to be able to spend it with, with a guy that has so much legacy, so much character, and so much love for all of us as players, you know, it's awesome to, to be able to go out there and compete with him and for him. So, uh, you know, he means a lot to, to everybody. Saturday was all about Kirk Ferentz, but he would rather have it any other way. Iowa hosts Iowa State in the latest installment of the Cyhawk series Saturday at 4 o'clock. Be sure to follow at Hawkeyes Mike on Twitter for the latest updates on all things Iowa football. Thanks for listening. Great story. Compelling and rich. This has been a presentation of Hawkeyes Mike, LLC.